Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned off the seatbelt sign and you are free to move around the cabin. The lights remind you though, for your safety, please keep your seatbelt fastened. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Tyler and Monique are siblings that both work for a major airline in Phoenix, Arizona. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world, as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do. All right, welcome to Non-Rev Lounge. We are excited to be sitting here this week with our cousins. We're up in Idaho at this little reunion we've talked about quite a bit. So you may hear a little bit of background noise. We try to find a quiet place, but... Yeah, I'm a regular up in Idaho Falls now. Yeah, so. how was your second trip to Idaho Falls? Your it was one? good. Yeah. yeah, it was a good one. You didn't recognize the people again? The gate agents yeah. that you're asking? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I didn't have to... No, I had to check bags this time, so they were a little slow on that. But oh. they had Delta signs downstairs. It was like, bags in 30 minutes. And so everyone was like, our bag should be here. And I was wanting to be like, uh, that's the wrong airline. <laughs> Take it up with them. We don't do that here. Yeah. But yeah, so we're excited to have our cousin Lindsay and her husband Mark with us. Yeah. So we're sitting with the cousin. You guys, you have a friend that works for the airline. And so you've been using buddy passes a decent amount. Yeah. We go every other year with them usually. Sometimes spontaneous once a year. <laughs> That's nice. That's We've talked about our buddy passes and we feel like they're not great just because they're not as good as deal as we would like but but it's cool that you guys have friends or you guys are those friends that are willing to go spontaneous with them that kind of understand non-rev traveling and stuff that yeah she taught us right at the beginning what to do and what not to do but um she said she can't travel with anybody else now because we're pretty laid back we just kind of go with flow did she, have, she had a little meeting with you and she was like, okay, here's how you act. <laughs> yeah, she, she actually did. Yeah, she sat us down and said, you know, if you are in, get bumped up to first class, you do not switch seats. You know, you're pretty courteous. Bring bring the flight attendant some gift or something. <laughs> um, yep. And there's sometimes even six of us that travel at the same time. So oh, fun. Yeah. Makes yeah. it a little bit more crazy. It's a little yeah, bit Trying to get six of you. Yeah, yeah that, across, that is... it's hard sometimes to get all six of us across, but we usually make it work. Yeah. Take different flights, usually meet up in New York somewhere or um, Atlanta, and then we try to get on someplace and go over. Very cool. That's what I feel like the people that ask me for buddy passes is like these short ones that are, you're just like, no, just go buy a ticket. Like, I'll give it to you. You're my family or close friends. and But just so you know, it's half the price to just go get a ticket. So Oh, yeah. With the prices out there now, $36 tickets, it's like, come and on. And you get a guaranteed seat. So Yeah. yeah. But th- that's when you guys are going internationally, probably, for the most part. Then yeah. Those, those ones. And I remember Melissa on our show, she said that, too. She's like, well, that is pretty good. It's usually about half the price. Like, it's usually... It's a good deal. You just have to. We went to Mexico just barely though, and it, we just got ours. We didn't do buddy passes. It was cheaper just to you get them. Yeah, yeah, just to get them. Yeah, because I could see too if you, especially if you do international and you get like first or business kind of class, oh, yeah. like business class, yeah. that's where the the deal would be in it. Because if you were just to buy those couple thousand dollars is what you're probably looking yeah. at, but a buddy pass maybe a couple hundred bucks. I mean, yeah. it's not. And sometimes not that bad. determines where we want to go. You know, we show up at the airport and, and we notice that there's a lot of open, you know, open seats on first class, <laughs> you know, so let's, let's try to get on this flight and we can fly first class over to Europe <laughs> instead of, you know, trying to cram on and go someplace else. So yeah. you're our kind of travelers then yeah. <laughs> yeah, we show up at the airport and have changed several times. Where oh, we're going. Yeah. We've tried to get to Switzerland and Germany two or three times. We've never met it. No, <laughs> we've never met it. Yeah. Well, that's what like, so tomorrow I'm 
leaving Idaho Falls and going to Salt Lake and Phoenix, and then I'm trying to go to Europe. And so if we can get to Philadelphia, then we can get on Lay Flat to Amsterdam. But it's looking tight. So like now, so yeah, yeah we chase those seats. So yeah, we know how it is. <laughs> so, but it's fun. You, you so you've had the Lay Flat seats before. The first class, the kind like of the, the oh, pod yeah. kind of oh, yeah. style. Yeah, yeah we've, we've done that a few we've, times. I think we've flown four times, um, either there or back, first class. So when you get that, it's hard to go and, back. And is your pinky yeah. just permanently yeah. stuck up in the air? <laughs> and now you can't ride any other way. You, you, you don't want to sit back with a common folk. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's fun. That's uh, It's hard when you, it's like, well, if we fight, we can get it. If we don't, I don't know, that's what I'm dealing with. That's the stress of my life right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember we Monique and I did a trip and saw you guys because you were living in Tampa at the time and yeah we came out and I think that was the perfect time to go to Tampa. Oh, it was yeah, it was right around my birthday, so in October, so yeah. beach wasn't too crowded, but it was still yeah, it was nice. It was a little little chilly, I felt like in the water, but it was still good. Like I got it's in, still so, good in, yeah. I mean that says something. I was talking to our <laughs> other cousin that's up here, and she was just in Florida a week ago, two weeks ago, Kaylee. And I said, how was it? And she's like, it was nice. And I was like, in June, like Florida in June sounds miserable. But yeah, it is. Is it it's starting miserable. to get bad? Is it? <laughs> well, it's just hot. Like we moved there. We moved to Florida in June and it was hot. But you can it still do hot. things. It's not like Phoenix where you just don't go outside. Yeah. Like at least in June in Florida, you can go outside. <laughs> but so she said Disney World was miserable. But, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But uh, the beach wasn't too bad. Uh, we've been there. In, in- I feel like we've done it. Florida in July a couple times, and every time we do it, we go. I'm never coming back here in July because <laughs> it's just so humid and nasty. You get in the water and you don't feel refreshed. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Getting into a warm bath. Yeah, and then back. So, oh, so I was talking to our friend Greg. Greg follows our show, and uh, he was on flying Delta back to Atlanta from Salt Lake the other day, and he said I was. I heard Nando was sitting behind me, so he said he turned around and was telling about our show, and it's like you should listen. So, oh, really? That's so, cool. Thanks, Greg, <laughs> and if you're listening from that, so thank you for listening and. I've got some classy followers at Big Boy Delta. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to go through a couple questions to, uh, to kind of get to know Mark and Lindsay. So I'll want to go back and forth. Okay. All right. So would you guys prefer traveling with your kids or with adults? Because you said you travel with like six, sometimes a couple mm-hmm. other couples. Well, I think there are two different scenarios. So if you're flying with your kids, you know, you're planning a family vacation and you want to make sure that you're have your hotels and spot and your your rental car available and kind of have everything lined up so there's no real mishaps along the lines and it kind of makes it for you can kind of talk to your kids of what you're doing but if you're flying with our friends then we just kind of show up to the airport and it is what it is (laughs) and so they're two totally different scenarios and they're both they're both fun you can do a lot more things with the adults because you can travel and walk up and down the street stay up a little bit later and walking you know up and down alleys you really can't do that with kids you know eight years old, tra- walking for 10 miles a day and going in and out of museums. So, your kids are pretty active kids, so would... Yeah. Your, your kids are a little bit older than mine, so you, you could probably yeah. get away with it more. Yeah, yeah. Well, when we went, they were great travelers. Our kids were f- amazing travelers. I was surprised at how well they did. But but we definitely, we, we were in Belize, so we definitely didn't stay up past dark. Like, we, there was just certain things you just didn't do with the kids that you weren't as nervous about doing it with adults just a big group of adults you can stay out late and wander around a little bit more yeah so they're, they're different trips but yeah I, i'm always like let's just do it without kids yeah because our kids are young so it's it's hard yeah, to, yeah. if we're going to the beach let's take the kids to the beach to love that but 
anything else. Yeah. We took our older two to Italy with us, and they were great. They walked yeah. just as much as we did. In fact, I think that they could outwalk us. Yeah, they were, oh, well, they? they were 12 and 14, yeah. though. You know, they were old enough to kind of go for it. All right, so if there's one first-class seat left, between either of you get it, who gets it? Or Lindsay. You? <laughs> He's a gentleman like that. We would probably fight about it for a minute. If his back was hurting, I'd probably insist that he take it. But. It's not that I'm a gentleman. She's a prima donna. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very diva. You know you'd hear about it the rest of the trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, and then I can use that for any bargaining chip. You know? <laughs> remember that smart. time? <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys prefer planning out trips or winging it? Um, spontaneous? Before I started non-revving, like... I was type A, this is what we're doing, like researched everything. And then we started non revving with our friends. And I just learned that you can have fun both ways. Like I almost felt like there was a little bit more freedom non revving because uh, if I didn't make something when I was planning everything, then I felt all this like, oh, I missed it or like all this pressure where this time we're just kind of like, well, whatever works. And if we miss something, then we're like, oh, well, we'll. You know, so I kind of have enjoyed learning how to be a little bit more go with the flow. Yeah. It's been better, I think, for me personally. For me, it's <laughs> so. been actually, I, I really don't care where we go. Uh, just being in that experience with our friends is fun. We could go to some of the worst places and still have a great time. So it's that friendship that we have had has been you kind of look forward to that time. You know, you don't know what we're going to be doing, <laughs> but we're at least doing it. You together. know, you're going to have yeah. a good time with each other. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I feel like I'm more, I'm too much of a planner than I should be. I think we get it from our mom because she's <laughs> such a planner. But it's it's hard for me just to be like, but I feel like I'm getting better because I don't have any book for this next week when we're going to Europe. Yeah. You, oh, you don't? No. I, well, we, Katie has plans. She's been looking at her books. And so uh-huh. we, we know where, but we don't, we kind of know these days here, these days here, but. Yeah. Well, sometimes we would get to a place because we don't ever usually know where we're actually going to end up. We'll get to a place, find that city map and whatever was like, big on the city map then that's just where we go that's like, what you're gonna you do you know like it's a bigger <laughs> section we're like oh that's probably interesting let's go there <laughs> and then if we hit it we hit it. if we don't we don't we're not like disappointed or upset that we didn't see something you know we went to skid so, row yeah. <laughs> sometimes we have separate hotel rooms sometimes we rent out a house sometimes yeah. they're good hotels sometimes they're not good hotels <laughs> you mean separate like you and Lindsay have different rooms or no, <laughs> depending how the flight went over yeah, exactly. <laughs> since you're a first class and i didn't <laughs> i get the better room yeah <laughs> All right, so what are your pet peeves about other travelers? When they talk really loud. I hate it when they think, when you're on a plane and you, they are so loud and whining and I'm just like, ugh, just keep it to yourself, man. You talking about Mark? My, my, no, 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 I, I look at people when they're talking on their phone, you know, when they have the other person speaker, you can hear both conversations going on yeah. on the plane. And, uh, but my biggest pet peeve is when people bring in, really big carry-ons or multiple carry-ons you know a guitar that goes on the overhead and doesn't need that's my big that's my biggest stress stress is do i get an overhead spot <laughs> like one legit, that's his biggest stress well as like, an honor fast we gotta get overhead <laughs> it'll be okay but I mean, as an honor you don't know if you're gonna make it until you, you want yeah. you want to have those with you yeah because yep. one time they said we don't have enough space and we said you don't understand we don't know where we're going mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we'll say your you know your stuff will end up in atlanta we're like we might not be going to atlanta we have to have yeah. our stuff with us <laughs> See, this is a good agent. I'd be like, well, this plane and your bag are going to Atlanta. So (laughs) this is where it's going. Yeah. I want to say, well, the talking to, for me, 
it, they don't even have to be angry. Just a lot of times people talking on planes. I'm like, yeah. no, this is almost like a, like a library. Can we yeah. all just be quiet? Yeah. Yeah. Put your just headphones on and listen to music yeah. or yeah. like, there should be no chit chatting. Yeah. <laughs> That's planes. what my son Jake, he unplugged his headphones, was playing his game. I was like, plug it in. Like, no one wants to hear your game. He was like, no one can hear. I was like, plug it in. Yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes I feel bad that they're like families, you know, catching up and I'm like, nope, zip it up. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys rather go see the Olympics or go on a safari? Safari. Would you? Yeah. Well, it, summer that, or winter Olympics. <laughs> oh, either one. Whatever one would be the very, better, one. better one for you. I would have to be around <laughs> a lot of people Yeah. Just for the Olympics. And you're in and out of crowds and yeah, trying to true. find seating and a bunch of people I don't even know. Yeah, let's go with safari. Safari. Yeah. A safari would be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. But the Olympics are coming up soon, and I've already <laughs> decided I need to take two weeks off. <laughs> all those days off to watch them. That's, that's tough, and I'm not sure what I'd do, because I want to do both. Because I wasn't in Salt Lake when they had the Olympics, even though I lived there, because I was doing missionary work. So it'd be fun to go to them, though. My friend Shumway, she's been on a safari, and she said it was awesome. Was it amazing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was, yeah. And then our friend Laura, yeah, they went on their safari, yeah. So. Yeah. Everybody bus. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. I would like to see some curling, though. I mean, that's pretty intense. (laughs) (laughs) Some intense curling. (laughs) Well, last go-round at the Winter Olympics, I was watching curling, and the whole time it just reminded me of the guy on Frozen, the guy that runs the little shop. Oh, yeah. And his little accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it can get intense. (laughs) What's your most stressful non-rev memory or story? Um, Our first time we non-revved, we did it without our friends. And so, you did it without your friends. You just yeah, we did it without our okay. friends. But she was on the. We were on the phone the whole time. She was telling me exactly what to do. And but coming back, we were coming out of Paris, and we started to get nervous because we didn't know which terminal to get off at. And so we were like looking at our maps. And so we finally some really you know they say the French are not nice, but they were crazy nice, and they helped us out, and they got us. And then we waited in this crazy long line. Like we got to the airport so early because we kind of get paranoid about missing our flights we got to the airport we waited this two crazy long lines we get through everything and then we get to our gate and they're like we're loading and it was like way early because we had to take a tram over to the airport and we got on because we weren't supposed to make that flight we're just gonna we were just trying and see what happens we got first class but that sitting in that those all those long lines were like, oh my god! Yeah, we were you know? we were probably in line over three hours, and and on oh the tram gosh. to the airport, we weren't even sure we got off the right stop. You know, somebody <laughs> in you know broken English French communication said, "Try here," and so I, okay. try here, not even like much. And so we get off, and we happen to be at the airport. And this and, is our first and, time. Ever and these lines it, you know? were. And even the, supposed the, to be in this line? Is the flight was line? empty because nobody made it in. Yeah, like, I feel like nobody, that's why we got first class, because nobody made that flight. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it turned out good, but <laughs> very stressful. Yeah. That would be, so you were coming home then? Yeah. yeah. You had been home. there. We, we knew we were going to Paris, um, pretty much because the flights were open. They were good. And, uh, ju- and just learning the tram system at yeah. first, we didn't know anything we're showing up in this country not that knowing how the first tram... time ever leaving yeah the country like never ridden the a... subways and not knowing how they worked and <laughs> but, and we just walked everywhere and figured things out but yeah now now it's fun yeah, yeah. Hey, so how was your trip to paris everyone i loved we loved it yeah it was that fun. was our first that was my first time ever leaving that was like our first really big trip that we've ever done and it was just me and him for the first few days and our friends joined us and that was when I was 
super type A traveler, though. Like, I had things that I had planned. And then see, our yeah. friends came in, and they were like, well, what about this? And I started stressing out. And I'm like, well, you have to plan this. And, <laughs> and then after that, I kind of learned, it's okay if we don't hit everything, you know? And so it was... It well, was I could a, see, though, if it was, like, your first big trip out of the yeah. country, you would be like, okay, you probably envisioned, like, okay, this is the first exactly. picture. Here's Paris. This is what yeah. I want to see. So yeah. I, I get it. Yeah. And so we, we learned a lot that trip. We had a really good time. There was only one day I was really angry. When we were stuck on the train, and it wasn't going anywhere, and we... <laughs> figured that this was the end of the line oh yeah and so we were getting to versailles (laughs) i forgot about that and so i was just so mad i was willing to pay the taxi whatever money we we needed to get to versailles Versailles. (laughs) so it was like a hundred dollar taxi ride out to versailles i forgot about that (laughs) so learning that you know learning the local systems and trains and stuff can be frustrating what was your favorite part about paris in general just what was the the one thing you did that was your favorite I can tell you what his favorite thing is. He's not like architecture or anything, so he's like kind of like whatever. But we, they, they have all those like guys that I don't know if they still do it as much anymore. But they sell things on the streets, like random crap, and they like maul you almost. He bought one of those like seven mile pointers, laser, you know, laser pointers. pointers. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and we that night we went to the top of Eiffel Tower, and he's on the top of the Eiffel Tower, like lasering everything. <laughs> he's like, this is so awesome. And I'm like, you're so dumb. Why is this your favorite part? Yeah, not no, not Notre Dame or you know the Eiffel Tower. The cultural thing, yeah. yeah. yeah the yeah, art, like, the Louvre, all that stuff. No, the laser pointer was awesome. Yeah, was his How part. many tourists can I blind down there? Exactly. Point to that building seven miles away. <laughs> Not the crepes or the uh, pastries. I still have that laser. (laughs) What's your guys' best non-rev memory? That was your most stressful one. Do you have one that just kind of stands out? Say the the trip, we had two trips to Italy. Once we ended up and started in Venice and worked our way down to Rome. And the second one was probably our favorite. We started in Rome and just decided to travel down to the Amalfi Coast, took a four-hour taxi ride with our friends down to the Amalfi Coast and and ended up staying in a place called Positano and staying on the beach uh, in a hotel right on the beach with oh, our friends. Cool. And, and it just random show up to the place. And we enjoyed it so much that uh, we wanted to take my parents back years later to that to that location and we got our own private boat and went out to Capri and went to the Blue Grotto and it just, we swam in the Mediterranean Sea. It was just one of those trips that were like, that was amazing. The weather was perfect and yeah. the scenery was awesome. It was just amazing. And- yeah. Wow. Did, oh, sorry, did you guys get a taxi or did you hire a driver then to take you down? Yeah, we was, hired a driver, but we've done it. We've taken, we, we took trains when we took his parents down we took a train down to okay Sorrento, I think. what makes it nice yeah. is when traveling with six people you know you get a taxi it's the same cost so you just get a van taxi so you split everything split three ways, three ways. Okay. boat rides are split three ways yeah. they get a house okay. you know to ho- uh, for a hotel and split three ways so it actually ends up working about pretty cheap yeah yeah, yeah. sometimes it's cheaper that way what time of year was that you went would you would you suggest that whatever we went in may april and may because we went twice, and I think both of them were in the kind of before the, the summer rush. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember them saying only the Americans and the northern Italians get in the water at this time of the year. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But like, po- yeah only Positano and Sorrento, Italy, are some amazing places. If yeah, you, we love it. If them. you have some time to get out of Rome, and we would yeah. recommend four or five days in Positano and Sorrento, and just stay there and enjoy yeah. the the and sea. I think and, I've heard great things about the places up there, like all around there. It's supposed to just be amazing. So, 
we always ask where the locals eat and, you know, ask for suggestions and try to try try to those restaurants and never been disappointed. The food, I'm not a big fan of Italian food, but in Positano was really good. Oh, did you like the food? Mm-hmm. Last time I went to Atelier, like 30 pizzas. It's amazing. <laughs> we fight about this frequently. When you're there, do you feel like family? <laughs> Just at all like garden. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds nice. I will say that the Southern so Italians are way nicer than like the Italians in Rome and stuff. They're super, yeah. super cool. Once you go, the more south you go. <laughs> yeah, see, I have kind of planned out a few Italy trips, and it just keeps getting longer every time. I know. It, like, right? I feel like I need two weeks to go see oh, Italy. For sure. Yeah, easy. We've been three times, and I still haven't done Northern Italy, and I totally want to do that. But Mark refuses to go back to Italy. Been there too many times. So there's, there's a lot of the world to see, right? Been to Rome three times. It's just a little boot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they don't sell the laser pointers in Italy. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Not as cool. <laughs> no, that sounds amazing. That sounds, it does, yeah. yeah. Is there an airport, if you flew into Rome, is there another one that's down by the coast more, or is it not really that far? You said four hours, but is there another like little one that are, or is that the best way to take a train or a, I think I looked into it and the best way was to fly into Rome, to Rome. Okay. and then train down. Or if you have a group, you, you hire a driver. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. That's what we did both times. Do you guys have any funny stories from traveling? Mm-hmm. There are funny things that happened to you or funny things, funny people you saw or funny or entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> so my, I don't know if it's funny for me, at the time, but it's really funny later. <laughs> Those um, are some good ones usually. Yeah. I think it was our first trip when Lindsay and I were married. We took a trip to Hawaii, and and it was a four-and-a-half-hour flight. So I take my shoes off and sit in front of me in the, the seat right in front of me and, and go to sleep. Well, the people sitting in front of us, you know, was a mom and two kids, and she had to have drugged her kids to the point where they lost bladder function. <laughs> so I, I went to put my shoes on and, you know, they felt just really cold. And I thought they were just because they were sitting by that air conditioner, you know, that runs yeah. up and down. But it was, you know, all her urine has dripped into my shoe. And so I had to wear these shoes <laughs> of course. Through, the, through, the air, <laughs> through the airport until I got to my bag to pull out my sandals. But it was, and, uh, yeah, that was awful. <laughs> and this is like honeymoon too, right? No. Or no, no. Oh, okay. I was, I was just like, trying to be all cool on your honeymoon. <laughs> no. Like in urine juice. No, we were past that stage. Okay. <laughs> but that's not a very comfortable feeling walking with some girl's urine <laughs> in your shoe. So wait, so when did you figure out it was urine? Did you have to pull it up and do a sniffer? No, I, I figured out when the mom said, what happened? What did you do? Oh, and, you you know, like, she's, and she's changing her right there. Um, <laughs> you're in front. squishing your feet and yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, I figured it out pretty quick. <laughs> I think my favorite is when we took, we did this like 10 person trip. We took Mark's parents and then we took our two kids and then my sister-in-law and nephew to Italy which I would not recommend ever. Don't do that. <laughs> but we we were trying to connect from one flight to the next. And we had a really tight connection. And we have an old man who cannot go fast. And we Wheelchair bound. Yeah, like thing. we got him in a wheelchair and we're literally running to the gate. And I am screaming, we're running, we're running, we're running. So like everybody gets out of our way. But like the whole time I'm like, I don't even care if we look like the biggest dorks like we have got to make this gate and i get we get to the gate to salt lake and i'm like salt lake salt lake i'm like screaming at the gate you know because i know it's we're we're not we 
if if they held, I was hoping they held it for us. And um, we get there, and the gay agents look at us. They're like, "Well, the crap! They hadn't even loaded the plane. Like, they were totally delayed." And I'm like, "Okay, I didn't even care. I was Sorry, so everyone. happy we made that plane because with these old people in another plane, like it was going to be terrible if we didn't make that game." <laughs> so that was my favorite. That's funny. Have you seen that before? There's a there's a few parts like. I've been working on delayed flights, like the board or like the door is shut. It will say like delayed on the board yeah. and people come running up and they're like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, great. Take a seat. We got two hours. <laughs> and it's like, to know. it's yeah. the worst when you're non-revving and you know, you're like on that point of making it or not making it. And you see people running, trying to make the flight and you're like, no, because you know, if they don't make their flight, you're going to make yeah. the flight. Yeah. You feel like such a, the worst person, but you're like, dang it. You're like, shut the door, shut the door, shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> like, first class, first class. Are you? used to be i feel like at least with ours, as soon as you heard them printing their paperwork was like a good sign that like they were done boarding and like you were going to get on or not so as soon as that paper was printed, you're like okay i'm gonna get on, gonna get on. <laughs> hey, they've got everyone's list on there yeah so. that's fun so what's the you guys have taken any spontaneous trip or what's the most spontaneous trip you guys have done anything or you kind of know well, what you, you're well, gonna you do a trip change last minutes is there any of those that- so well we not we always like get dates with our friends the same exact dates off right so we try to get the same exact week off but we never really know where we're going we so seven, that's seven the, days before we still don't know where yeah, we're going so that's okay. the spontaneous part for us we know we're going we just don't know where so usually about three days we kind of lock in where we want to go you know we've got a list of what we hope to do and then sometimes you're on the way to the airport and they're like oh that one filled up you know like i said <laughs> we tried to get to switzerland two or three times we still haven't made it so you know i think our last one we were at we were at the airport looking to go to ireland that was a plan we had a friend that has always wanted to go to ireland but we looked at the weather and it was was raining the whole week and so spain was open and hot and so that's why we literally at the airport we walked down to the other terminal and said let's go (laughs) we're going to spain so that's the yeah (laughs) we know we have 10 days off about so we kind of start at the beginning and and go about seven days usually leave a buffer day in there to get back just in yeah. case smart we're very smart <laughs> <laughs> have you guys got separated for yeah uh, <laughs> my favorite one i don't know why but we mark this was your favorite was when you <laughs> <Yeah>. separated <laughs> okay yeah. best night's sleep <laughs> <laughs> or like it's that same thing as if somebody's coming and if they're running down we're going to make it. We're not going to make it. I don't know. They had one seat left out of Atlanta. And I'm like, I don't want to go by myself. And Mark's like, she's going. I'm like, I don't want to go by myself. <laughs> so he like forced me on the plane. And I'm like, bye. And I'm freaking out thinking like, I'm going to die. Or he's been the night in the Atlanta airport. But, but I was thinking, I was saying, let her go. Because, you know, Atlanta is a pretty big airport, right? There's, yeah. you would think that there'd be tons to do. At nighttime, there is nothing to do. <laughs> nothing is open. Yeah, nothing is open. Maybe you can find a drinking fountain. So I'm just walk. I walked miles and miles that <laughs> night and trying to sleep, just looking for something to do. And it came six o'clock in the morning, and I'm just waiting for Chick Fil A to open, <laughs> just to do something. You know, I'm like staring at the guy, you know, opening up the restaurant, knocking on the window, so he's like, pointing in one. my mouth. You know, something. <laughs> Now we know. Yeah, now we know. There's nothing to do at night at the airport. <laughs> it does close down. Did you get on the first flight out? The first flight yeah, back? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I've had to do that before with Katie. Just you got to get separated. Get separated. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We did on our way to Italy one time. Our car broke down like what, like 15 miles out of Flagstaff. We took a full-on taxi ride. 
$250 taxi ride at the start of the trip just to, to get, get to there. <laughs> from Flagstaff down? Yeah. Flagstaff a, a taxi from Flagstaff to yes. Phoenix. Yeah, so we were on the way out. We hurried and filled up gas, got right back on the freeway, and our um, transmission broke. And so... We're like, like we're not missing wh- this. Trip. What, do, what like, do we do? You know? So we call a taxi, and, and on the way to the taxi, on the way to Phoenix, on the taxi, I'm trying to figure out... Uh, you know, a towing service to get our car taken care of. I'm like, we'll deal with that when we get back, but we're going <laughs> <Wow>. on vacation. <laughs> no, and you're you. just watching that ticker go. Yeah, that's scary. Like, oh. <laughs> I had to sleep. I'm like, I can't even watch 25 it. cents every like 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, oh, oh. That's terrible. Like, I hope your kids are going to college. Yeah, that's a good way to start a trip. <laughs> and then you ate at Costco every day. Yep. <laughs> So, yeah, so if you guys have already talked about but is there some place that you think everyone should visit? Is there somewhere you've been that you just think, like, you yeah. loved it? So we, we've had the opportunity to go to, uh, you know, Italy three times, Spain, England, uh, Mexico. But my favorite part for me in place um, was Belize. Oh, really? uh, and part of that was probably because I lived there for a year, but I was able to take my kids back to Belize. And we were able to rent a car and and travel in and out of Belize and staying in different, like a bungalow type situation, then go out to the island. But the people are so nice there and the the, the environment and the weather is perfect. People hear Belize City and so it kind of scares them off because there is, Belize City is kind of dangerous. But as long as you don't go to Belize City and just get in a car and go down, um, Belize is very safe, very fun. Um, that's probably my favorite vacation spot to go to. I mean, we've done Italy three times, and I just, I can't, I would go back. Mark's like, no, I'm done, but I would totally go back. I loved Italy every time. When we, Venice was my number one place I always wanted to go growing up. And when I, when we got there and got in the Grand Canal, I like almost cried three times. It was so amazing. And I'm kind of glad we went when we did, just because I've heard it's really crowded now. But also the Amalfi Coast too. We, it was just amazing. Just, I don't know. But I feel like there's so many other places I still want to go. It was nice after doing a lot of Europe to kind of do some Central America stuff and to kind of mix it up a little bit. I mean, there's so many different cultures and things that I want to see and experience. But I love I love learning new things about new places. And I feel like, I mean, ask Mark, my list is very long of places I still want to go. Like, even in the States. There's <laughs> well, that was going to be my, go. my next question is, what is your guys' bucket list? Like, where do you guys next want to go? If you could choose somewhere. <laughs> Well, it, before we even met and before we started doing this traveling thing, I had three on my bucket list. Yeah. I wanted to see uh, Notre Dame. That was our first trip. I wanted to see the Colosseum. And then my last one, I want to go on the Great Wall of China. So that's my okay. last. If I had the choice to go, I'd go there. And the more I travel, like my list gets longer and longer. Yeah. I mean, it's like Thailand, Australia, New Zealand, Peru, like Prague. I want, really want to do Prague. Amsterdam, I want to do Amsterdam, fjords, like it's just this never ending. We have this yeah. conversation all the time. Like, why do we have to travel across, you know, to Europe when also there's so many great things to do in Idaho? You know, if you, if you get if you get looking in just the states, there's so many amazing things yeah. to go see in the United States. You don't have to go out to a different country to see amazing things and to meet different people and and get a different culture. Um, you know, just within the states, there's there's, there's different things. Cultures. Yeah. <laughs> Do you work for the Idaho Tourism? There you go. No, no. But like you go to New Orleans or, you know, in in Florida, they're two totally different places, right? Yeah. Going up to Washington and seeing the forests and the coasts and stuff, it's totally different. So you don't have to go to Europe. 
there's lots of yeah there i was surprised at how much i liked mexico we just barely went to mexico we've never been and i was surprised how much i like it. i get what because lots of people go to mexico and it really surprised me how much i love the people and the culture and that you know i just where'd I, you guys go we went or, to cabo Nice. Yeah. So I'm like, I know everybody does that, but I actually really enjoyed it. It was a very more relaxing vacation. When we go to Europe, we go. Like, you go all day. We yeah. walk the whole day. Like, you do not gain weight on that trip because <laughs> you we go, you know. Mexico was more relaxing, and maybe that's just what I needed. But there's all sorts of different ways, I feel like, that to vacation, and I, I just love it all. It doesn't even matter how it is. That's all I want to do with my life. Let's live in a tiny little house <laughs> and have crappy cars and just travel. Like, I don't want to – I don't care about anything else, but – but we're, we get busy with kids now. So, saw Lindsay yesterday for the first time in a while. And I said, How's it going? And, and you first thing you said was, When I turn 50, my kids are going to be out of the house and I'm going to be rich and we're going to travel. <laughs> That's my plan of my life. I've got, let's see, 13 more years. I'll be 50 and they'll be gone. <laughs> I guess I better start working more. Yes. Save up that money. So, Lindsay, I need to get, job, get a job at the airline, just yes. a part time job, just to. So yeah, they're hiring everything right now. Are they? It's oh, surprising. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to get are... on at Twin and it was no go. Yeah. And keep watching. <laughs> when we leave the end of the show, we always to go around and kind of give a tip from what something we learned or something that you've learned. And so maybe yours would be from a, a putty bath sign. Something that you, something your friends told you do this or don't do that. That's been helpful. So how about we go around and, and leave a tip? I've got one. I, I normally don't have them this quick. So, <laughs> so when you were kind of telling your story about running with the, the old man, right? Yeah. I was thinking sometimes as a gate agent, it is really helpful if you, it kind of seems obnoxious, but if you did yell like, Salt Lake, Salt Lake, okay. because then we're singing, because we're kind of looking down for people coming. And if you let us know like, okay, that's us, I may be willing to wait an extra minute or two to get you guys get you on. Awesome. Where if I just see people kind of moseying, and not know you who I'm looking for. If that makes yeah. sense, yeah, then I'm sure. more willing to hold that door for you. So mm-hmm. if you do kind of make a ruckus and be like, "I'm coming," <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, well, let's wait for him." So if you're late, you let me know. You're 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 trying to get your you're butt going. on that plane. Yeah, you're hustling. What about the people that bring the food up and say, "How's running?" But they have their bags of food. Oh, and those oh, people okay. I have. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you had time to wait for Wendy's. <laughs> Two concourses over. <laughs> That's annoying. <laughs> it is so annoying. Nope. Shut door shut. <laughs> my my tip would be from kind of what you said is as an honor of if you can bring stuff that's easy to carry on because you never know what we talk about. You never know where you're going to end up. And so it's hard for me. And maybe you, when you had younger kids, you saw it's hard to carry everything on. I'm looking forward to when I can get back to that place because now we with three kids. But when you can carry on as much stuff as possible. Just because you never know where you're going to go. And yeah. you guys do more. I feel like we kind of know where we're going to go. But you guys are always lower on the, the list. So yes. yeah, there may be seats open, but there's 20 people listed and you're at the bottom of it. So yeah, there's Very seats open. Good. But yeah, then you have to, where we're going to go now. So I'd say my tip would be if in England and you have 15 minutes to wait to see the Magna Carta, <laughs> wait to see the Magna Carta. <laughs> What is the Magna Carta? Oh my gosh, that yes, makes so it this, so much better. So this was one of our experiences, right? We oh show God, up in England and we're driving. You know, we decided to rent a car. That was debatable because we're driving on the off, you know, opposite <laughs> yeah. side of the road. So we decide, okay, let's do it. And so we're driving to this location, and it's called Salisbury. Salisbury. And we're and we're driving in. There's this beautiful cathedral, it's amazing. right? Amazing. And we're and we're at the time of the year when there's only about six hours of daylight, and it we're trying November. to yeah, we're trying to make it to the other side to see the the cliffs of Dover and stuff. And so we go there in the morning, and we found out the Magna Carta is there. 
and I don't really know what it is. And it's a por- apparently an important document, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, and so we're thinking, you know, we have to wait 15, 20 minutes to see it. You know, let's just go. You know, let's just go because we don't have very much daylight and let's go. Well, we end up finding out, you know, this is one of the most important documents ever in the history of the world. Wow. You know? <laughs> it's like bigger than our constitution. <laughs> and so my tip would be if you have 15 minutes to wait to see the Magna Carta, you should do, you it. Should do it. Yeah. Oh, wow. But it does make a funny story. And my daughter ended up having to do a report on the Magna Carta. We could have had pictures and everything, but we, did, we didn't. It was our first stop when I went with my parents. Oh, Salisbury? It was Salisbury to see the Yeah. The did you know what it was before you went? My dad was like, "We're going to Salisbury. It's good. It's really important, or whatever." Yeah. So, but yes, okay, did. Dad. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he was kind of trying to explain it to us. But I think yes, we're still coming off a little bit of jet lag, and yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need as much stuff as you think that you need. Like you can pack for a week in England in the winter in one carry-on. You can do it. Are you talking to my wife? What's that? Are you talking to my wife? Yes. So, Katie, if you're listening. <laughs> yes. It's terrible. Like, we went and we froze. It was so cold. But guess what? All my pictures are in the same jacket. So, just wear the same clothes and you won't even know because you're wearing the same jacket in every single picture. Like, you don't need very much stuff, I promise. Can I tell another funny? Yeah. No. So, on England trip, we, uh, you know, we stayed at this hotel where our heater was broken oh no and it is Ooh. it was so cold sometimes being an opti- optimist is not a good thing yeah <laughs> like, and we oh, just we just assumed it was the hotel we we just assumed it was the hotel and it was so cold and and anyway we were in the shower together holding each other in warm <laughs> water trying to get warm and the next morning we we wake up to ask our friends we're like were you guys just not freezing last night we're like we were kind of sweaty you know <laughs> it was just our hotel room that was broken and so, literally, I was so Ask cold. for a new room if it's really cold. <laughs> You're like, these Brits, they've got thick skin. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you can see your breath. Did they fix it for you? We were out the next oh, day. Oh, just a one-niner? Yeah. It was yeah. just a one-niner. Yeah. yeah, we asked him about it. Like, well, that stinks. Sorry. That'll yeah. be 100 you know, pounds. <laughs> Jeez. Ooh. That sounds awful. If you had to get in the shower to warm up, it was so cold. It that is like cold. Body heat, like no. We were taking blankets to put them in the windows, <laughs> oh sheets goodness. off. So you didn't even sleep hardly, probably at all. Then you're I so... slept fantastic. Oh, she had... hogs all the blankets. Yeah, I stole all the blankets. I guess. <laughs> the Mark got a cold and he was sick the rest of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> no bigs. It was fine for me. So we're looking to do a trip to New York, and we're inviting anyone that wants to come. I think we already have a handful of people that said they want to meet us like three day weekend because a lot of people have you guys done New York for lots? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a, Chelsea's never done it. Monique's friend Shelby's oh, never done it. Love it. It's Dude. the best. I love New York. Yeah. Yeah. And we we met up in Anchorage in May. And we had a few people that listened that showed up too and got yeah. to meet them. And so we're we're sort of planning this trip and we've announced it, but we've never put a date on. So so we're going to do it the weekend in October. So that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. All you need to do is Broadway shows and eat. That's well, all you need to and do. And Broadway's back now. Yes. Or it's supposed to be coming back, they were saying. So. Oh, I want to see Hugh Jackman. The, ni- so the 9-11 bad. Memorial Museum. Yeah. That's, uh, That's pretty amazing. Good. And eat at Cats. Cats eat Deli. at Cats? Cats where's, Deli. Where's that at? I don't know. It's in just New in New York. Just <laughs> Google <laughs> Cats you Deli. Have, there's just bouncers to get yeah. in and out of the place. Like legit bouncers. Seriously? Uh-huh. Yeah. What yeah. kind of food is it? It's a deli. A like deli. Oh, roast, I guess it's... What is it? Roast beef? Pastrami. Pastrami. Pastrami chicken. But uh, they give you a ticket. I don't like pastrami, but this is good. Yeah. It's good. They yeah. give you a ticket to get in it. And if you've lost your ticket to get out, you have to pay a fee. 
Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Dang. There, there's bouncers literally to get in and out. <laughs> get out of here. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But it'll be fun. Yeah, we're hoping to record a few shows with people to come. You guys are welcome to come if you want. But so we're looking to the, the 8th, 9th, and 10th, October. So yeah, we'll, we'll meet in October. So And we'll keep talking about it in the next couple of months as we lead up to that. But yeah, we're getting be excited fun. for it. But people have been saying, we need dates. We need dates because... Like Shama was saying, well, I need to get my work off, and Laura said she wants to come. So let's plan it then. All right, but uh, all right. Well, thanks for joining us. This has been great, and I knew I wanted to get this done because I knew you guys had a lot of stories, and we don't get to see you very often because you're <laughs> up in Idaho and we're in in Arizona. So, but uh, yeah, this was great. You guys, yeah, were this perfect, has been really so. fun. Thanks, guys. Thanks. So, Bye. thanks for joining Appreciate us. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right, see you next week. Bye. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. Thanks for joining Tyler and Monique. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter by searching Non-Rev Lounge. Also, you can contact them at nonrevloungepodcast at gmail.com. They would love to hear from you. They are always looking for ideas to make their show better. If you are enjoying this show, please think about leaving a review or rating so other people can find this show. Thanks for joining us. See you next week and safe travels.